0: powered hour on this week's show la auto week our trip to the british motor heritage museum what's going on in the workshop ike finally reviews nando's and more now here's the show Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Stephen Barris, mild-mannered television executive by day and Land Rover collector by night. You can find out more about my cars and what we're working on at the BarrisCollection.com or check us out on Instagram, at The Barris Collection. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Ike Goss.
1: Thank you to everyone joining us today. I'm the moldy horsehair headlining to Stephen's sculpted micro suede. I'm the slowly disintegrating interior of podcasting. Ike Goss I own and operate pangolin 4x4 in Springfield Oregon where we live and breathe land Rovers check us out online on Facebook Instagram at pangolin 4x4 let's get started
0: all right Ike it's been another week in an exciting uh, and uh, action-packed week here in the uh, in the great state of California down here in uh, Los Angeles uh, it is uh, la auto week which is a three week long uh, endeavor it feels like it feels like it's a three month long sometimes um, but we have uh, much, much ado in the world of Land Rovering here uh, in Los Angeles. Starting uh, this uh, past weekend, kicking off the whole uh, week with uh, with our uh, our good friends at the Peterson uh, Museum, Dana and the and the gang down there, um, and uh, their involvement in uh, something called Brit Week, which is uh, an, a celebration of uh, Britishness throughout the uh, you know throughout the city.
1: Yeah, for those of you that don't know, Dana Christinger is a um, uh, fellow that works at the Peterson Auto Museum. Uh, super nice guy and uh, Land Rover enthusiast has a Series Three, yeah. Yeah. Red Series yeah. Three, I believe. There, yeah, yeah. yeah, super super nice guy. I talked to him pretty extensively at the uh, Steve McQueen car show last year, and uh, super nice guy. We like him a lot.
0: Yeah, and he uh, was uh, driving uh, Steve McQueen's uh, XKSS car. uh, It's a pretty good gig. If you can get paid to drive
1: the Jaguar XKSS. And uh, on
0: Sunday, um, Cooper, my daughter, and I participated along with some friends of ours, three of my cars, in uh, the uh, Brit Week uh, Heritage Rally uh, Drive, which was a drive through uh, much of Beverly Hills and uh, the area, the lower Wilshire area, around... Um, the Peterson Museum. And Dana was out in the XKSS on the road. Now, under police escort, because I think they don't really drive, <laughs> I don't think they want to, you don't want to rear end that car. <laughs> <laughs> no i don't i don't think state farm has a uh you know has a has a policy for 30 million dollar race cars on the road but anyways it was uh, super fun um very lucky and proud to say not a single land rover overheated in the what was a 104 degree mid-november day here in los angeles which means uh, life as we know it is coming to an end uh so i mean smoke them while you got them i guess uh you know the uh you know no, but there were a couple Jags that didn't make it, though. A couple Jags uh, uh, had to pull to the side. So uh, you know, and well, one Mini, I'm not sure what was wrong with it. Didn't look like anything was wrong
1: with the Mini. It had just pulled
0: over. So we don't sometimes know Minis don't
1: that. run if it's like a Tuesday or whatever. They're just they're finicky.
0: Yeah, it's an it's an odd little it's an odd little car. But uh, anyway, so that was super fun. We had a great time. Uh, the next day, Monday, then uh, Jaguar Land Rover had both a leadership uh, summit, which is something new they're doing. They're trying all kinds of different angles on. Um, you know having people associate with the brand and uh, sort of do things that are more than just looking at the car and and sort of that and then uh, an unveiling uh, of the uh, Range Rover uh, a Pretty similar unveiling to that of which we witnessed in the UK. Um, there was uh, Jerry McGovern was here to uh, to talk about the car, did a similar thing. Uh, said that uh, you know was he wearing his Yeezys? Uh, yeah, I, he, I you know I couldn't see his feet. I don't know, but uh, he did he did make kind of a, a shitty crack about uh, Los Angeles architecture, universally booed by the entire crowd, which was <laughs> which was pretty funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. So uh, yeah, he's uh, you know that that sharp. Wit of uh, Jerry's uh, meta, probably not
1: the first thing he's done that's been universally booed. Oh, no, to be no, honest, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't think so. You know, Freelander. A, <laughs> oh, people love Freelander.
0: <laughs> don't tell Phil. Don't tell Phil. Phil uh, <laughs> Phil's a huge advocate. He's a he's a huge supporter. He loves it. He loves it. You know, those who love the Freelander. And of course, uh, you know, it was a uh, it was a great uh, event. All the Land Rover, um, you know, all the Land Rover North America uh, people uh, were there. Uh, of course, our good friend uh, Joe, the president and CEO of mm. uh, Land Rover uh, North America, was there, and uh, and musical artist, uh, you know, philosopher, uh, educator, philanthropist, uh, ed- amateur juggler, uh, and as we found out, uh, potentially professional wrestler, Wyclef Jean, uh, was uh, at the leadership summit. Uh, leadership summit during the day. And you were there. You were there. You I were was. a panelist. Yeah, I was. tell us about this. Yeah, yeah. No, it was great. Uh, uh, my good friend Otto Bell uh, and I uh, had a panel with a number of other folks. Uh, from YouTube and uh, Leonard from Land Rover, their new uh, chief media officer, uh, uh, Quinn, uh, who runs a um, media uh, advertising business, uh, sort of social media focused. We talked about technology and how technology is changing leadership and and things like that. It Was a great panel. It had a lot of fun um and uh, got to, got to spend some time with uh, with our new friend uh, Cliff Sean, who's a, a super interesting dude, and uh, he had a great uh, panel just sort of about you know his his journey from uh, Haiti to being uh, you know sort of
1: Grammy winning
0: rap artist. He is uh, he's won a lot of Grammys. He, he speaks like five languages. He plays all the instruments. Uh, you know he uh, he's a horseback archer. I'm sure. I mean, it's sort of anything you can think of. It seems as though he's He's in it, so it's cool Seems guy. like
1: a talented dude. So um, uh, what exactly happened at the leadership summit that was uh, – there was like an after party, I'm told? Is that yeah, right? so
0: underneath the uh, theater, the uh, Academy's Theater here in Los Angeles, there's like a, a big sort of like, um, you know, party kind of area. Land Rover had that all set up, did the unveiling of the Range Rover. And unfortunately, later on in the evening, uh, Wycliffe uh, decided to give uh, Joe a, a piggyback, uh, which uh, ended uh, in, in some catastrophe. As
1: there now, is, uh, I picture a piggyback as being arms around the shoulders, but this was this was like riding on his shoulders, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah,
0: maybe a piggyback isn't the correct uh, definition. Again, I think in the professional wrestling world, we would call it maybe a suplex because it uh, he went down hard. It's like the chicken fight position, right? It was chicken fight position. Yeah, what you didn't see uh, is that uh, just, just uh, off screen, if you've seen the TMZ video, uh, Jerry McGovern and I, are actually uh facing off uh with uh <laughs> with Whitecliff. it's like a
1: thunderdome joe. situation yeah, it really it
0: got it got pretty wild uh, i'll tell you though you know jerry's got a mean he's got a mean uh, right
1: uh, right kick with those easies you know so it's uh i feel pretty bad for joe when when Whitecliff jean is like hey get up on my shoulders do you, do you tell him no He'd just, say hey,
0: no, I'm sorry, I can't. Apparently he did, but Wyclef was having none of it. He's like, <laughs> we're going to keep this party going. Um, you know, he's got a lot of energy. He's, he, you know, he's just, he's a great guy. He's got, he's got a really warm, wonderful personality. And, uh, you know, he just wanted to keep the party going. And he thought, what better way than by, uh, you know, than by giving. Hoisting uh, the you CEO know, Joe onto a little, shoulders. A little ride around the, around the party. And to be fair, for most of it, it looked very successful until it really wasn't you know, until he
1: dumped him on his face. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, I, I spoke to Joe yesterday. I saw him yesterday and uh, he's fine. He's doing very Good. well. Good. Um, you know, he's and such he's a exact, nice guy. He's the nicest guy in the world. And to be fair, so is Wycliffe. Nicest guy, two extremely nice people accidentally thrown into a professional wrestling match. And, uh, you know, everyone, everyone was there. Can, loser that
1: there abortion. can be only one. There can be. Yeah.
0: So now Wyclef is the CEO of a land uh, of Jaguar Land Rover uh, North America. Is that how it works? So, yeah, that's oh, how it works. Man. Yeah, yeah. He's being Joe's power. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You could have been the chief design officer of uh, <laughs> of Land Rover, if only. Uh, if only. But you would have to you would have to best uh, uh Jerry McGovern in a uh, in a chicken fight. So mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I then, could do that. Yeah, maybe no, he's a wily guy. He's, wily. he's spry. <laughs> he's spry. He's Doesn't spry. Look spry. Doesn't look spry. Yeah, you know, it's, the, it's always the little ones that surprise you. That's how they get you. So they get you. So yeah. So that's what's been going on uh, up here or down
1: here, rather, in uh, Los Angeles. How about up there? How are things in Oregon? What's going on in the shop? Oh man. So busy. And, uh, you know, that's uh, one of the reasons I couldn't make it down there. We're uh, prepping for our good friend Nick Dimbleby uh, of uh, Land Rover photography fame to uh, fly into town to see us. And we're going to do uh, a little uh, mini expedition out to the Black Rock Desert. And Nick's mm-hmm. going to come with us and uh, uh, our friends Steve Francis and Linus, who's been on the show uh, is also going to come and we're going to take uh, series ones and traverse the, um, high rock Canyon trail, which is like an old wagon road that has like, it's, it's pretty wild. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a really neat, uh, trail. It's got, uh, uh, indian petroglyphs and you know carvings from settlers in the in the canyon walls and uh it's just a really beautiful place to go and uh really uh, a pretty remote uh place in north america so i'm excited about that
0: and a drifter named benny that lives in a cave benny,
1: there as well, yep. so. <laughs> yeah so uh we've been prepping for that we're taking series one cars so we're getting three cars ready for that we're gonna uh, loan one to Steve and Nick and then Lance is going to drive one and I'm going to drive one and uh, so uh, the guys are all working hard to get that stuff ready to go and then we've got some ongoing restoration projects that uh, we've uh, sort of been gaining traction on uh, I think we've talked about the NADA six cylinder yeah. that we, we've we uh, secured that has like 30,000 original miles on it really straight really amazing truck but we're kind of going through the mechanicals and getting it all dialed in so uh, the sheet metals back on the car doing the test fitting on that the engines running the water pumps rebuilt uh, you know uh, made some pretty significant progress on that got new tires on it new xcls 750 16s mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. car and the original paints all uh, getting getting cleaned up so it, it's looking really sharp really sharp the interiors put back together the elephant height is just it's, it's the nicest elephant height I've ever seen. It's amazing.
0: Made of real, real black rhino, uh,
1: <laughs> as, a, as we've discussed before. Yeah. 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 So uh, I'm excited to see that one. I'm excited to drive that one. I really am. Yeah. That one's. As a, am I. I can't wait. That, that's a, That one's that's a really cool car. car. Yeah, and um, we've got a Series 1 RAF Blue 86 inch that. cool. Uh, um, we're working on that's a really, really original truck uh, originally from BC, Vancouver, BC yep. still has its dealers decals on the back. Cool. And uh, that's a really neat car. It's got some cool accessories. Uh, originally had a capstan winch on the front. We're putting that back on originally had a rear pto putting that Mm. back on and uh just got a really nice patina to it the dash is really sweet and uh (laughs) interestingly uh it's there seems to have been a gunfight in that land rover because uh There are bullet holes. I think there's six bullet holes in that car, and they're all in different places, and yeah. they're all from the inside out. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to retain the bullet holes? You have to. That's I part have, of the like of the car. To. Yeah, Yeah, yeah there's, absolutely. There's like one in the roof. There's one in the passenger door. There's one in the passenger floor. There's one in the tailgate. So there's like all over. They're just like somebody. Maybe call
0: was, up a forensic investigator from the RCMP. You might be able to solve a cold case with that yeah, car. Who it's knows, yo, it's yeah, it's Yosemite Sam's. He was the original
1: yes. owner. He just just blasting it was just cut off once in traffic and that's uh yeah exactly so aside from the bullet holes though it, it remains really nicely intact it's you know the frame is really nice we've been cleaning and uh preserving yeah. the frame uh we're not doing any paint work to the chassis but mm-hmm. just like cleaning all the mud and surface rust off of it and then treating it with lanolin um yeah. It's uh it's really turning out sweet and then we did all the mechanical work to the axles so new swivels, new mm-hmm. brakes, all genuine mm-hmm. parts and mm-hmm. uh that's really turned out nice. All the original wheel cylinders rebuilt all those like really mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. getting into the the nitty gritty with the original details in the drivetrain. So I'm excited to see that one. That one's going to be on its wheels today. So Ooh, uh, very it's going to be it's going to be cool and then we'll work on the accessories uh over yeah. the next few weeks. Yeah,
0: well, I have nothing going on in my workshop because every car is out at some LA Auto Week uh, thing.
1: Yeah, but week. you've so loaned them out. Just, I have they're out all over the paying place, paying for themselves. Yeah,
0: that's right. They're uh, they're working hard uh, to uh, provide a better future for all. <laughs> um, a lot of them at uh, Galpin uh, has opened a Land Rover dealership here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Anybody mm-hmm. in Los Angeles has heard the uh, Bo Bachman for Galpin Ford ads uh, their entire lifetime. So uh, Bo is uh, nice enough to uh, uh, take every, basically every Land Rover we have, except for one, and that's out at a different, uh, at a different uh, fancy uh, car collectors event. And so, yeah, it's been a busy week. Auto week is the uh, is the best and worst week down here. We're always busy, so it
1: uh, was good though. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, sounds like you had a lot going on this. This week uh i'm excited to see pictures more than the content that's on tmz so yeah uh, that's right not just the non-tmz content <laughs> yeah exactly well there was
0: always that and again we wish uh joe a complete and speedy recovery uh and uh yeah and wyclef you know maybe i don't know i think maybe an, uh, an mma uh you know uh debut is in his future you know add another facet to a multi-faceted person i, I would watch that i would i'm not lying we're going to take a very quick break to hear from this sponsor. And now back to the show. So speaking of uh, fancy car collections, uh, in, our, uh, great, uh, in our great barnstorming tour, our cannonball run, if you will, uh, across, the, uh, across uh, Great Britain, uh, we made a stop at the uh, British Motor Heritage Museum. It's true. Uh, which is, uh, of course, most probably most famously in the world of Land Rovering, the home of uh, Huey. Uh, the uh, the first uh, Land Rover we went and uh, got our got our photo taken with Huey, which you have to do. It's sort of one of those things. If you're a Land Rover person, you got to take your picture with Huey, and uh, we we did that. But then also looked at some pretty amazing uh, cars on uh, display at the British Heritage Museum. Some of them Land Rovers, um, but tons of amazing british history there
1: yeah there's a really amazing collection there at gaydon and uh, they've expanded that uh, quite a bit since the last time i was there they have that separate building you know that has a lot of uh, land river content yeah in it now including some of my personal favorites but uh yeah in the in the main facility they have a really excellent display of uh of early prototype and interesting vehicles. They've got a Cuthbertson, a Tickford, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the the Range Rover Expedition uh, Darien car that uh, yep. Phil doesn't have. Doesn't have, and, yeah. Uh, they have, uh, you know, obviously Land Rover pre-production vehicle number one, Huey, yep. and uh, that was restored by the factory, I think, in the – 60s maybe they -hmm. bought it back and uh, restored it and they used a lot of pieces that were available at that time Mm -hmm. and so you know it has some pieces from some later cars but still you know a real uh fundamental part of uh of british motor history and obviously you know seminal work in land rover history so it's pretty cool to see that and uh that's it do you think the factory would ever take it back you think classic works would ever take it back and set it Exactly right. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Hard to hard to predict uh, the future or uh, what they would do. But I think you know for that car, it, it's the way it was restored at that time. It's it is kind of part of its history, you know, yeah. and yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't necessarily do it any favors to try and you know re yeah. restore it or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't if it was me. But uh, just because that is part of its its history and that's uh, that's notable in and of mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. Um, uh it's part of its story so yeah. I, I i think not but uh, they how ha- they had also some really interesting pieces of rover history that were related to rovers and not just land rovers yeah. that i really appreciated yeah. they had a rover bicycle i love yeah. those those are really That's cool for cool. those of you that don't know rover was uh, uh heavily involved in bicycle manufacturing and uh their first really successful product was the Rover Safety Bicycle, which was kind mm-hmm. of the first mass-produced bike with more even-sized wheels, chain drive, sort of the, the traditional layout that we know today as a bicycle that everyone rides. Uh, that was first uh, sold by the Starkley Company, and it was the Rover Bicycle, and then became Rover, the Rover Company. And uh, really interesting bicycles, really cool part of uh, British uh, motoring history. And they had a Rover motorcycle there that was really yeah. cool. Yeah, super cool, yeah. And so, you know, when you go to Land Rover or JLR now and their collection, which um, you know, is is impressive, they don't yeah. have much in the way of Rover stuff. So, hardly hardly any. I mean, they had a couple of Rover
0: cars, but but very late model Rover cars in the in the grand scheme of of things, nothing like uh, nothing like the early stuff that
1: the- Yeah, Gaden had some really awesome Rover stuff. A Road pr- Rover. A Which road I'm a big rover. Fan of. I love the road yeah. rover. I'm not a huge fan of the road rover. I like some of the details, but the overall yeah. impression is kind of like it's a little cartoony. Car.
0: Yeah, it's the dumbest
1: car. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a little cartoony. Yeah, it, it's it. It was the, the idea was like a, a shooting break or a station wagon yeah. sort of idea, and and a, something that's more comfortable, a little lower, but you know, mm-hmm. still uh, you know, combination between a, a Land Rover and a Rover car, and the result is something that's like a Swiss Army knife. It's not really that good at anything, it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, and it, it, the nice thing about you know, it, the tweezers suck.
0: It look the tweezers are fucking useless. It, yeah. it does look like a car that you could build yourself, though, which I kind of like. That you know, it looks it looks sort of homemade a little bit. Like uh, you know, just the proportions are very strange. There's yeah. flat panels where there probably shouldn't be. The hinges are where acres of flesh. Yeah, you know, it's just a it's just an, a very interesting car because you know the the, the Tickford uh, version of the Series One sort of accomplishes the same thing. Not nearly as large, um, yes. but in a way more elegant way, like in a much oh, cooler, you know, much more stylish man. way. Yeah, than this this sort of bizarre, and of course, it's like one of those weird, you know, you know, sixties colors where you're sort of like, oh, I don't know, what, like what color is? that? It looks like sort of an old shoe. Yeah, it's just uh, a. It interesting does car. kind car. of I look like it. an
1: old shoe, like a two tone old lady shoe, old yeah. lady shoe. Yeah, I love it though. They're just the dumbest cars. It it survives in a remarkably original condition, which uh, for British. Cars, Cars means that it's completely rotten underneath yeah but uh it's a it is a really cool to see car and oh, yeah. if you if you even brush against it you hear a rain of rust
0: fall out from underneath <laughs> it. so you just it, look at it too long and it's, i
1: think it's know. an important car because it is kind of the the predecessor to the range rover so yeah, in right. that aspect yeah. it's it's pretty neat and speaking mm-hmm. of range rovers the coolest range rover that they had there was a, a what one-tenth scale Uh, Model Range Rover from the. Oh, God. That thing's really cool. So cool. cool. Anything
0: that's a scale, anything. I just, I can't help myself. I love tiny things. Um, And, uh, yeah, scale Range Rover, scale model of the Series 1 uh, Queen Mobile. Yeah. Um, They had uh, awesome, super cool scale models. They had a whole
1: room of just, like, tiny knickknacky shit. And you these know, are not, is, these. I think most of these are used in the production of the vehicle, yeah. so they're like, uh, you know, sort of a prototype of the pr- vehicle. They're not like, you know, some guy thought it was cool, so he made a model of it. It were like no. factory models yeah. used in the development process yeah and they are yeah dimensionally
0: accurate yeah to the full-size car and so i mean i think that just makes it even better right that they're literally like a shrunken car someone has taken a huge amount of time to make sure every proportion is perfect and the little side mirrors are the right size and everything and yeah i mean back before computer aided uh modeling and drafting and things that was part of the process and uh it's too bad i mean they still do clay cars uh in car design uh, more often than not it, with a major redesign maybe they do um but the scale models things like that at best it's probably 3d printed now um which i just sort of think it takes away from you know uh, an individual sort of
1: crafting a tiny oh, little car it's an incredible craft you know it's like yeah. uh, model makers for movies or model yep. makers for for production vehicles uh, yeah. it's a it's becoming a dying art with uh, cgi and uh, computer yeah. modeling like there aren't people that glue also, wood sticks together in a right. to make a vehicle. It with, just doesn't happen anymore. No. Yeah. Well, some
0: point, we'll have to touch on your uh, trip to the uh, Leavesden uh, Harry Potter experience to see all the bigotures <laughs> that were used to uh, film the uh, film. We'll have to. Special uh, <laughs> I had some I had some side production work to do and uh and like a uh, like
1: an unwanted child, I dropped uh, Ike off at the Harry Potter experience against his will. Um, yeah, I that's not true. I uh I really wanted to go. I uh, uh snuck in and 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 got into Hagrid's coat. It was great. Yeah. Um so uh another thing that I really liked at the, the Gaydon Museum was uh um the Le Mans rover race car, which yeah. I had not previously been aware of. And this is a this is a full-blown race car that they raced at uh, at lamont and were pretty successful i think they came in eighth they yeah. they came in eighth with a rover jet engine so like this is an incredible like leap in technology like yeah. jet engines of that period mm-hmm. were like relatively new they were showing up in aircraft and of course you know yeah. in that period late 50s and 60s is sort of the atomic age you know you had yeah. the incorporation both in terms of aesthetic design but also technology from that development into automobiles so you know they were like well if we're putting jets in and, you know uh planes the next thing is going to be jet got to go and into cars. a car <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. and rover for Rover was kind of at the forefront of that at well, the and, time. Well, and Arthur uh,
0: Goddard, one of the uh, the subject of Michael Bishop's uh, book, was involved in the early, very early stages of the jet car, and the, mm-hmm. the you know the Wilkes, you know, famously the Wilkes brothers. That the jet car was one of the things that they were very passionate about. That uh, you know the sort of the the modern or the fathers, if you will, of the Land Rover, they were very much into the jet car. I mean, the jet car is a neat idea. Obviously, now in in today's fuel uh, economy centric sort of thinking the idea of a jet car is is sort of crazy uh as they were a bit uh as they were a bit high on fuel consumption and stuff but but back then you know that nobody thought about that and it was an interesting design and like you said i mean it ran the 24 hours of Le Mans, did quite well so many cars especially in that experimental class uh, don't finish the race you know like they, they i don't know what percentage it is but it's a pretty high percentage of the experimental cars that just don't even finish you know they uh
1: yeah, it was. It's really cool. It's a neat looking car. A lot of yeah, cool it details. Cool. It's uh, really impressive. We should uh, post some pictures of that thing. But um,
0: yeah, all it, the cars we talk about will uh, will be posting throughout this week uh, on the old uh, Instagram. Uh, so that uh, you know, uh, tune into the Instagram frequently throughout the week.
1: The see. other one I think is maybe worth mentioning is uh, the Isagonius Special. You know, yeah. uh, Alec Isagonius, who famously uh, designed the Mini. He yeah. also uh, developed a race car in the, what is that, a late, uh, it's like a 30s race car. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's small. I'm not sure what class or what type of racing it was developed for, but it's a very small car. It's an open-wheel yeah. race car. It's yeah. entirely a bare aluminum riveted yeah. construction, and it had like a, a, a very small displacement, so maybe a 1,000cc. Yeah, it wasn't, supercharged wasn't, uh, yeah. engine, yeah. Yeah. and that thing is amazing. It amazing. looks like the
0: Rocketeer's jetpack. I can yeah. only imagine what it sounded like. I wish uh, I could hear it run. Just <laughs> it a like just adjusting. a hive of angry beasts Just yeah, just horrible. And the transmission sits like. In your crotch, like you, your legs are fully down either side of the uh, of of the engine and and drivetrain. Uh, it's amazing.
1: There's no, yeah. There's not really a floor. There's just a place no. to put your feet, and yeah. uh, it's it is a really cool, really neat car. It Looks like a Miller race car, just like yeah. shrunken down. That's a really neat car that they have at the museum. That's worth checking out, and yeah. uh, they they seemingly campaign it at various events. I'm sure. I'm sure they take it to Goodwood. Yeah, and, it had all kinds of Goodwood stickers and stuff yeah so hill yeah. climbs and that yep. sort of thing it's cool it's a really neat car
0: and of course uh, ike's uh, favorite uh, land rover the fully kitted out fully interior detailed judge dread 101 uh, land rover uh, was there as well uh, we had to get uh, ike a picture with that ike refused to take his mask off to take a picture with that car hoping that maybe you wouldn't recognize that it was him but i think it's uh it's fairly obvious
1: yeah, well, you know, I uh, I didn't it get it. It was t- to
0: disguise the look of sheer glee
1: on uh, his I, face. I didn't get right it. I, mean, I didn't get a chance to spend any time alone with it, but I'm yeah. I'm scheduling another trip back specifically <laughs> for so that. Specifically for that car. And then we had an opportunity to go across the sort of parking
0: lot to a building that I'm sure wasn't there the last time you were there. It was just built the last time I was there, uh, where Jaguar Land Rover houses um, a, a Jaguar and Land Rover sort of surplus collection is maybe a good way to put it it's it's uh parts of a few different collections that they've purchased over the years plus some of the cars that they have um in their you know, sort of personal uh, inventory stuff that isn't kept at the classic works uh they keep here and uh you know downstairs is all jaguars fantastic amazing jaguars a lot of the bond uh jaguars uh that one uh that uh um, I don't know what type it is, but it's a uh, you know a, a completely chrome Jaguar, a Jaguar with a fiber or with a uh, transparent uh, acrylic hood. Yeah, yeah, things. yeah, yeah. There's All a bunch of, of Jaguars.
1: There's a bunch of Jaguars. Let's talk about Buttercup. But
0: then upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> but upstairs is a collection of Ike's favorite uh, favorite uh, Land Rovers, the Sean the Sheep uh, Land Rover, <laughs> which I know Ike is a that huge thing fan is of.
1: weird. That thing yeah. is the it, the, the Sean the Sheep Land Rover is one of the weirdest Land Rovers you'll ever see. It was uh, it was made to resemble this uh, uh, Land Rover from a cartoon, and yeah. it, it really does. It looks like a cartoon car, but underneath it's a Series One. It has a two liter engine, yeah. and uh, the top of it, you know, has some Defender elements. I mean. It's horrific. It really is. But yeah, uh, the
0: Arden uh, folks that, uh, that, that create uh, Sean, the sheep and uh, you know, all those uh, you know, all those sort of uh, uh, claymation things. I mean, I think obviously they're in the UK, they have uh, exposure to Land Rovers and they just sort of claymated a Land Rover, but then someone took the claymated Land Rover and like, well, like let's make a real Land Rover. And, yeah. and they ended the up thing. with
1: this Cronenberg monster that sits you know, when you push the horn, it just says, kill me. <laughs> it's like, a it's
0: transporter a, accident. Yeah, it's, it's horrible.
1: Uh, yeah, it's quite the uh, it's quite the thing.
0: And then, uh, yeah to uh, to your point, uh, Buttercup, the uh, the factory works uh, crane truck. Which is one of Ike's uh, maybe real favorite. I mean, second to the Judge Dreadnought, my second favorite.
1: Um, also, yellow. Yeah, horrible Funny. person. <laughs>
0: got a thing for yellow Land Rovers. Uh,
1: I, you can't help it. It's the only one, and it just happens to be yellow. But um, uh, yeah, really neat car. It's it's a one twenty nine inch forward control, and it's it's larger in every dimension than the standard forward control. It's taller. Mm-hmm. It's wider. It has more capacity. Bigger axles. Bigger engine. It's a really neat car. Eleven hundred sixteen Michelin's on it. Uh, just mm-hmm. a just a huge 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 Land Rover, I think the biggest one they ever made, is really uh, like an off-road, you know, five-ton truck sort of thing. And yeah. uh, it, it, this one was a breakdown recovery vehicle for a Land Rover. At least that's what I've been told of its history. I think they yeah. only made three examples of that car. One was a kneeling truck, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the the rear end had a hydraulically lowered, uh, mm-hmm. you know, rear axle, so they could lower and and you could drive a race car into the back of it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think another one was a general purpose sort of mm-hmm. uh, construction but never a vehicle that was made into production. The last time I was there, it was sitting forlornly outside, you know, with grass growing up through it. And uh, I was like, you got to fix this thing, and uh, it was it was good to see it inside and, and getting the love and attention that it, it really deserves because it is a, a, a Land Rover with a tremendous presence. It's really yeah,
0: exciting. and that upper level has some sort of Phil Bashel esque cars, serial number ones of a few things, some uh, expedition uh, stickered cars from later Range Rover expeditions and things like that. And Amphibious and Defender, the Amphibious Defender, the Defender redesign prototype that never saw the light of day. That's like a weird. You the DC 100. For those that you, uh, yeah, for those who don't like the DC 100, just imagine uh, like a 1980s lunchbox rendition of the uh, of the Defender. That thing is uh, that thing is is hideous. It really makes you appreciate the the modern Defender actually when you look at it. it could have been something like that. Kind uh, of looks know, like the Shaun
1: the Sheep Land Rover if I'm a being honest. On the sheep, the way that the it's got
0: the sort of like extra tall cab, which makes it very, look very Shaun. It's
1: kind of like they took a wax model of a Defender and just heated it up slightly and it just kind of like just everything sort of yeah just kind of like sagged a little bit and like you know the edges kind of smoothed over the sharp corners like melted a little bit. the hood
0: might even clamshell forward like an E-type if I'm not mistaken. Yeah weird choices. Very strange very strange choice because every E-type owner the first thing they tell you is the way this hood opens is the best. This is the greatest design of making it easy to work on. Have, the
1: E-type uh, hood is a really cool thing if you never have to open. If it. you never have to open it, yeah,
0: that's exactly yeah. right. Or open it on even any kind of uneven ground or or anything. I I loathe having to open the hood on mine. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. Spiders and monkeys and things climb out and uh, all that. But uh, yeah, generally a great trip to the the heritage motor the motor heritage museum. They have uh, we saw their service bays where they have uh, cars into. Uh, you know, to maintain the uh, oil drips and things that they have, make sure they're they're dripping the appropriate amount of oil on the floor. Yeah, there's a the,
1: railing, and you can you can look over the railing and watch them working on stuff, and you can say, "Hey, righty, tidy, lefty, Lucy.
0: That's
1: ten mil. That's ten mil. Um,
0: yeah, no, it's good. It's a it's a good time. A great uh, if you're ever if you find yourself in uh, in Gaydon uh, in the Midlands, it's uh, it's a great trip. Lots of cool stuff. Really cool people there. Unfortunately, the records archive and things like that are still closed due to covid so we weren't able to go and uh steal pages out of the factory records but uh uh, in an upcoming trip we we certainly
1: will do that there was they did have an exhibit uh, that was open that was like um a pretty large exhibit and it was like how the factory workers lived and it was like they had a setup like their their corner bar and like uh, a cutaway of their apartment that they might have lived in and like videos of them working and all these sorts of things. And like, I heard people walk in there and be like, hey, there aren't any cars in here. What's going on? (laughs) What the hell is this? Yeah, it was was really weird. It was was weird.
0: Yeah, it was, you know, last time I was there, that was all movie cars, which was a much, uh, which was sort of, sort of better, um, I guess, because it's a car museum. But it's also fun to see someone's like
1: 1960s living room, I guess. So. I think I think people were like um, you, you know they're so they're so used to vehicles being assembled by robots that it was kind yeah. of interesting in that regard but uh, in another perspective you know people are like you know these were uh Workers and we don't care about those people.
0: Yeah, it's the 1960s. And, it's the 1960s. Yeah. I I, yeah. I
1: think it's it's a little too late. Doesn't it? Doesn't
0: N- nobody nobody cares. Nobody cares. But anyways, it was a great trip to the museum. A fun day at uh, Gaydon and uh, and uh, all that. So uh, on that, Ike, uh, what have we got? Uh, what have we got coming up on uh, on the socials on the sites? As I said, we're gonna post uh, photos of uh, of Ike next to all the Judge Dredd uh, 101s that we could find. Uh, well, in the UK, <laughs> a photo montage uh, of that <laughs> oh we're also uh, we're gonna start posting the video episodes to YouTube one month uh, after uh, they have uh, they've been on uh, our, our patreon so if you want to get a, a day and date if you will uh, video episode uh, you're welcome to join the uh, patreon you also get ad free content on patreon as well as exclusive uh, patreon videos um, and uh, a uh, you know a, uh, a photo montage of uh, Ike with the uh, various judge judge Uh, Thread 101 is available exclusively. uh, It's a slippery slope. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. It's pretty good stuff. And of course, head on over... It's going to turn into a... A photo. Oh work. yeah. Oh, it's gonna be. We're gonna we're gonna put something together. Head on over to the uh, Underpowered Hour shop. We've got sparingly few. I'm I'm like looking under couch cushions and stuff for more special edition stickers before we completely uh, run out of them. But uh, we are we are currently in pace with demand. So go check those out. Grab yourself a uh, a beautiful uh, notebook where you can write uh, all of the notes. Uh, the heavy criticism on if you're to write notes about deficiencies in your Land Rover 30 pages simply isn't enough. Uh, I think it's perfect if you write too many pages you're gonna get depressed it's just depressing coasters also beautiful land rover uh or uh, underpowered hour coasters with our little uh, underpowered hour logo on two and then uh the little uh the underpowered rover uh logo on the uh, on the other two and uh, nicely finished uh and and all that so you can keep uh you know keep uh, keep your keep your coffee table nice you know you, you, you this is why you know this is uh why you can't have nice things because you don't have a nice yeah. set of coasters
1: I think so. the, the underpowered hour breakfast cereal is coming out soon. Oh, we're going to do that? a tiny
0: little rovers. It's going to be and the, the marshmallows or uh, yeah. little Land Rovers. Yeah, little, little land there, oil colored
1: uh, Land Rover. Yeah, <laughs> when you pour milk on it, it's just a rainbow sheen. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: a beautiful oil, oil slack. All right. Well, and with that, unfortunately, uh, we again ran out of time uh, this week for Ike's review of Nando's. We promise uh, that next week we will uh, find the time uh, to get that in there. Ike is uh, looking very forward to offering his opinion on Nando's. So, uh, again, stay tuned. We apologize to Nando's for. Uh, not being able to fit them in this week. Uh, Ike, it has been uh, a pleasure, uh, as always, and uh, good luck with uh, Nick Dimbleby. Uh, He is a a national treasure, so please don't accidentally kill him in the desert, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you uh, next week. All right.
1: Looking forward to it.
0: powered hour is produced by me steve barris and ike goss pavel svartov composed and performed our theme music consider supporting the show on patreon and if you already do thank you your support makes the show possible for even more check out our instagram or facebook